but Haim Saban, that boy was 600K in debt before the Power Rangers. That boy was 600K in debt before the Power Rangers. You know what I'm saying? Before that opportunity. And they asked him afterwards. I hear billionaire now. They asked him afterwards, like, why didn't you just fold up and, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a, that sounds like an overwhelming amount of debt. And he was like, basically, you have two ways. You can go, I fold up, I quit. Or you could be like, what, I'm going to be 700 in debt? You know what I'm saying? Like, what I care for now? You know what I'm saying? I might well get back to hustling. What up, what up? This is the Literacy Kings podcast. My name is Corey Paul, rapper, creative, and entrepreneur. And I'm Jamarcus Traham, a.k.a. Jay with the NBA, investor and teacher. Hey, man, we grew up in a neighborhood with like a 40% dropout rate and didn't read a book until we was grown men. But once we did, it changed our lives. So now we breaking down books to build up culture. We are the Literacy Kings. Now, reading is fundamental. What up, what up? This is the Literacy Kings podcast, man. Appreciate y'all checking us out for another episode. We're still breaking down the mamba mentality of money, how to play by Kobe Bryant. And today we're going to be talking about um, playing through the pain. We talked before about the injuries, you know, and having to alter your game after injury and stuff like that. But um, we're going to be talking about playing through the pain. Kobe had several injuries, you know what I'm saying, um, throughout his career. And, you know, from the outside looking in, we just figure uh, I guess he better but that's actually not the case um sometimes he wasn't better he just learned how to alter his game um to play and that that that's easy to translate um into oh, money you know oh, what I'm saying oh boy yeah, yeah <laughs> easy to translate into money um but before we get into that man Jay how you feeling I'm feeling real um you know professional professional today you know i feel like a professor got the button up on you know yeah yeah got the button up polo um so the title of this one is playing through the pain right now to me this represents the minority experience in america because mm-hmm. if we ain't doing nothing else we playing through a bunch of pain facts right big facts so how do we make ourselves productive? How do we um, grow financially? How do we acquire assets in the midst of everything that's got that we got going on? We've been racially discriminated against, financially discriminated against. You got housing discrimination, uh, income discrimination. Yeah, sounds like pain to me, bro. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying. How how do we take our nicks and you know keep it moving and still build and still get championships out of this? Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, so let's let's hear what Kobe say about it. All right, Kobe, so, go ahead. Oh, so he say playing through the pain, right? <clears throat> he got a picture of him with a uh, with his finger, right? Uh, most of y'all don't know he tore a finger on his right hand, right? It was his uh, his index finger. All right. So in a previous podcast, we talked about um, how he had to literally alter his game. He had to do it because it never went away. Like that injury stayed with him for years. And people were like, oh, it looks like normal Kobe. Actually, he just learned how to get through it. And he said, like, it would hurt, but he would um, 
tape it up and whatever and make it soft to where he could literally play through it, even though it still is going to hurt. All right. So he said uh, there's a picture of him getting uh, his finger examined. He said this was right after I hurt my finger on December 11, 2009. Gary was assessing. Gary is the guy that taped him up, um, trying to gauge how bad it was. Pretty much right away, we went uh, back into the bowels of the arena, had it x-rayed, and Gary told me it was fractured, right? Again, Gary is his, his uh, specialist, right? I said, all right, cool. Now get me back out there. Mm-hmm. Gary right? looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gary said, boy, you tripping. Mm-hmm. Right? I asked him, is it going to get better? He said, no. I said, exactly. Mm-hmm. There's nothing we can do about it now, and it can't get worse, so tape it up and let's go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? From that point forward, we would apply a splint, which was like a hard cast on the bottom and top portion of my finger. Then we would wrap it over and over again with a spongy elastic, elastic tape. The ball would physically still hurt when it hit my finger but mentally i knew i had protection absorbing some of the pain and i could play through the wrist we did that literally every time on the court shooting around practice game i mean every time out Mm -hmm. right so man it's just like what stood out for me he said I knew it was still going to hurt. Right, 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 right. Physically, but mentally, I found my protection against it. Mm-hmm. And enough to make me just keep going. Like, I know it's going to hurt, like, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. I'll just keep mentally doing what I do, right? And it was absorbing some of the pain, and I could play through the wrist. Right, right. So, uh, I don't need all of it removed. Mm-hmm. I just need to uh, tape it up enough for me to push through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where we come from is very important because a lot of stuff are above us, bro. Yeah. Like racism, like financially being discriminated against, houses, like redlining, like that's a that's above us. Like mm-hmm. we can't do anything about that on an individual level. Yeah. But we can find ways to tape it up. Right, 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 and keep it going. And keep it going. Yeah, and I think that because um, when you when you go down the financial journey, I, I, some people gonna get some some of y'all gonna get this. That's listening. Um, I know for me it, it mattered. Like when you open up the financial journey, you know what I'm saying. The average person, as we talk about on the show, your average person ain't doing nothing extra. They getting their check, they paying their bills, they putting two dollars here, two dollars there, and saving. They ain't doing nothing regular, I mean nothing extra. So then, what happens, especially coming from where we from, any type of investment or doing anything other than just paying your bills and holding on to a couple of dollars is new. Correct. All right, it's new. So you really don't know. Uncharted water. Uncharted water. You don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And then even if people tell you ahead of time, you ain't never felt it. So then somebody can say, oh, you're going to, we say on podcast all the time, you're going to take L's. But then once you oh, take it, that's what they 
once you actually take you and you start feeling that, you know what I'm saying, in your mind is one thing, but when you feel it in your heart and your soul, you know what I'm saying, in your pockets, in your pocket, it's different, <laughs> right? My point I'm making is that in the beginning, not just in the beginning, just period, but in the beginning, speaking specifically, when you start to get those injuries, you know what I'm saying, um, you're gonna be, I told you. I told you you shouldn't have been investing. I, I told you. You should, put, you should put you, you know where my money at? In the bank. My money's still in the bank. I, I tell you, that's why I don't mess with all that. You got people saying all kind of crazy stuff. I see people say all kind of stuff. People, I don't invest in no companies because I, I don't know them people. You know what I'm saying? For real. <laughs> I'm what? I don't know them people. You know what I'm saying? I need to see mine. I need to do my job and then get my money when we agreed on it. You, you, got, you got people that think like that. I ain't bothering nobody. I, the point... The point that I'm making it's a long tail but you got to understand that when you do get these injuries you got to go see Gary you understand oh, what I'm what saying I was about to say. you got to go see Gary you know what I mean don't don't listen to a skip and uh Stephen A. Smith and uh he's out for the season. And Uncle Shannon. Yeah, he's out for the season. This may be the end of this may be the end of his career. Don't go find Gary. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that's going to nurture the injury. Somebody that's that's skilled, right? They've trained in this area. A specialist. A specialist. Go see Gary because but you know, we've even talked to people before that, you know, they may have taken some advice and, and got out there and lost some money. You know what I'm saying? But now that's your injury. What you gonna do though? Are you gonna just go ahead and fade off? I guess I just never shoot the same no more. And they kind of not an investor, man. I, I guess know. I it's guess it me. ain't for me. Or you gonna tape it up. You know what I'm saying? Go go see Gary, tape it up, and go, okay, now now what we doing? Let's get to it. You feel me? So it's like I really, I really pray y'all boys listening to that, cause I'm telling you, man, you you gonna be the outcast most likely, and and, and don't don't get scored up. They gonna show be, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, maybe you should keep your losses to yourself. Mm, that's real. Don't tell everybody about your business, man. Don't tell everybody what you're doing, man. And it's not. I mean, a lot of people say keep your wins to yourself, right? Man, they can, man, people be hate, man. You gotta keep your wins to yourself, all that. I actually think you actually, I would prefer to keep keep your losses to yourself because if you internalize them and you use that as your fuel and because what, what people do when they talk to you, they give you their rationale. Exactly. And exactly. It's dangerous because you don't want to start believing their rationale or just getting a little bit piece of it. Mm-hmm. Right. So internalize it because <clears throat> that's your conviction. Mm-hmm. Like, man, how you felt about it, how you feel. Like, somebody might tell you, oh, man, it ain't what that bad, man. Oh, man, you got it, man. You got mm-hmm. it. You about it. Like, but really, you should be like, nah, man, I really need to analyze what went wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, um, a lot of times, man, if you take an L, um, internalize it, keep it to yourself, and then think about what went wrong. Analyze it because the more people you let in, the more noise gonna come around. Mm-hmm. You know, he, mm-hmm. Oh man, man, that why I don't do that, man. That's why I invest in this and I invest in woo, 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 woo. And that noise is gonna crowd out the the lesson you can learn. Mm-hmm. Alright, my homie, uh my homie from Trey Duke, Duke got a shirt to say win or learn. Mm-hmm. Right? No mm-hmm. losses, just win or learn. Mm-hmm. So when you take that L, if you share it with everybody and you talking about this and talking about that, 
you're probably not going to learn because you're too busy getting their opinion. Mm -hmm. You got to sit back and you got to realize, man, was it my emotions? Man, did I hold on too long? Uh, should I had a different strategy? What didn't I see? Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. So that's why play through the pain mentally, right? Keep it going. And another point I want to say is when he went to Gary, it said he didn't go to Gary for... Um, a bandage mm -hmm. it says Gary was assessing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which means your specialist was assessing too mm -hmm. what was the problem mm -hmm. it wasn't just you and they going in for help they they not just the help mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gary was the one that was assessing the situation too that's a, another set of eyes with your best interest in heart mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so he's constantly assessing now you got two people on the team four eyes looking mm -hmm. at the same problem. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You have no choice. He might see something you don't see. Right, right, you right. You know what I'm saying? And which might, or he might have a different uh, implementation plan to bounce back. Right, right. That you didn't necessarily have. So all that matters. And then you can take this backwards, man. Take this and assist. You know what I'm saying? Assist. Uh, go If you haven't before, go assess some of the things in the past. You know what I'm saying? The L's maybe that you that you uh, have taken in the past and and think about them. You know what I mean? Make sure yep. they're not subconsciously affecting what you do now and what you will do later. If you ain't analyzed it or busted down, you know what I mean? Then it's still there. You know what I mean? It, it can still be um, affecting you. Um, and t coming off of that point, Kobe said, like, he said... Um, the ball would physically still hurt when it hit my finger, but mentally I knew I had protection absorbing some of the pain and I could play through the wrist. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing, like the pain that may not completely go away, meaning uh, the whether whether it's the sting of, of an L, you know what I'm saying? or the pain could be for you it could be your anxiousness you know what i'm saying that you have to work through you know you could as soon as the second you put money into the investment you just nerved up about it you know what i'm saying it might take you a little time to work through that you feel me but you have to go like kobe was mentally understanding you know yeah i feel this pain but mentally i know that something is absurd so you have to look at that man i'm losing money if i'm not investing Bruh. right so i'm so you gotta believe that and then maybe that'll help you get through um the, the 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 thought of losing money when you when you are investing knowing that you're guaranteed to lose <laughs> if you're not investing if you're not so just pick which way you certain want if, <laughs> yeah you want to die for sure or you want the chance of living or die you know what i'm saying yeah um you know what i see this playing through the pain i see debt yeah 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 that's painful yeah that's see painful. um one of the things that made me listen to robert is robert, robert kiyosaki is he showed his that I took an L early. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, he say fail early. Mm -hmm. Try you know? to go bankrupt before you're 30. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Kiyosaki say. So, um, his uh, first business, the Surfer Wallet, the Neon Surfer Wallet, um, he lost uh, almost a million dollars. That's crazy. Yeah. And then, uh, I think he was saying like 500,000 in product and the other 400 and some thousand was just like... If he liquidated, if he lost his assets, yeah, he had to use that to pay back. And then the other 400000 was, like, for creditors. That's right? crazy. So, um, 
he said at some point him and his wife was homeless. That's crazy. Like they had to sleep in a friend's uh, basement for for some months, like so they can get back on their feet. Then they lived in their car and all that, and then all of that. And he was like, you know what? Snap out of it. like. Um, they started building from grounds up, so I paying back all their creditors, everything. He's like, man, I could have filed bankruptcy. I'm gonna I'm I'm play. I'm gonna pay all my creditors back because it's training my mind the way I needed to be, not to file bankruptcy, not to run, stick in there. And it was, he said, it was painful being homeless and with my wife. Mm-hmm. We hadn't been married that long and everything. Mm-hmm. Like that was painful. Man. And I take his story and that inspired me, like, bro. Jay, you can keep going, bro. If if, if Tyler Perry started out homeless, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and it, it's just all these other stories of it, bro. You can keep playing through the pain. You're playing. Not through, I got a few liabilities. And, you know what I'm saying, but I'm trying to get them off. And you know, um, it was a study done, man. Um, I wanted it was it was it was a study. I want to say it was by like uh, it was by Harvard. Uh, if it wasn't Harvard, it was some establishment equivalently reputable you know what i'm saying they basically did a study um breaking down the the age of um success you know for 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 men and success is deemed by you know they they came up with their metrics based off of income to debt ratio the actual person's view of success like you know the the kind of classic how much money you got how you how's your um business set up and you know are you profitable like that tangible aspect and they found that it wasn't until um late 30s 40s you know, uh, early fifties that, that the majority of men started to hit what was, uh, deemed the success mark. And they found that the media portrays the like millennial millionaires, the young, the, 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 the 19, 20 year old tech startup millionaires, like that's oftentimes the popularized story. But when you look at it and you know, the whole picture of all these people you never heard of before, mm-hmm. um, it's, or it's later in their thirties, their forties and fifties that they finally hit that that success you know stride yeah Yeah, and i thought that that was i thought that was um it was dope because like you say you hear those stories even um dave ramsey talks about you know because he had bread in his early 20s and then he lost it all you know what i mean and you know boys came pulled up on him you know what i'm saying he (laughs) lost it all and and got it back so it's like you don't want to go through that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but Man, uh, if I can avoid it, <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to go through that. Um, <laughs> another dope story. Um, the, it's a guy named uh, uh, Haim Haim Saban, I believe his name is is pronounced. You don't know Haim Saban? He got Brady, a billionaire. But uh, Power Rangers. Man. He was the one that brought the Power Rangers. You know what I'm saying to to uh, uh, to America. That's a whole story within itself. You feel me? But the Power Rangers was already the Power Rangers. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He just basically uh, got the license and deal, Americanized it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and uh, before that, the homie Stan Lee, R.I.P. Uh, Stan Lee from the comics, he Marvel. wanted, yeah, from Marvel, he wanted to do Power Rangers. But whoever he was trying to work with at the time, you know what I'm saying, they, they just didn't see the vision for it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's that side note. But Haim Saban, that boy was 600K in debt before the Power Rangers. 
And boy, was 600K in debt before the Power Rangers. You know what I'm saying? Before that opportunity. And they asked him afterwards. I hear a billionaire now. They asked him afterwards, like, why didn't you just fold up and, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a, that sound like an overwhelming amount of debt. And he was like, basically, you have two ways. You can go, I fold up, I quit. Or you could be like, what, I'm going to be 700 in debt? You know what I'm saying? Like, what I care for now? You know what I'm saying? I might well get back to hustling. You know what I mean? 600, 700, it don't matter. I'm already it, late. I might I, well keep stopping at another store because I'm already I'm late. late. <laughs> and he was like, that was my mindset. You know I'm what I mean? Like, I might as well just keep going. I keep the party going. And um, he was late in his life, too. Bounce back dumb. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bounce back dumb. Because you didn't made, if you got some sense, you didn't made 600000 worth of mistakes. That's a, <laughs> that's a heck of an education, man. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, um... I asked him, is it going to get better? He said, no. Mm-hmm. I said, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing we could do about it, and it can't get worse. So tape it up and let's go. Yo, yo, yo. Ask yourself as a minority. Tape it up and let's go. That's what Jay. That's what you're trying to say right now. Yeah. Tape so, it up and let's go. Ask yourself as a minority. Can it get worse? Mm. As a community group, yeah. Some of y'all balling. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all got this. Some of y'all got that. But I'm talking about as a minority group. I'm talking about. On the Department of Labor Statistics website, when it when they categorize it by race and uh, what the median income of households is, and uh, so ask yourself, can it get worse? Mm-hmm. You at the bottom. Mm-hmm. You ain't nowhere near whites. You ain't nowhere near Asians. You ain't no- ask yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's real. And. Tape it up and let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go asset crazy. Because yeah. you literally don't have nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have any generational wealth passed down to you? Mm-hmm. No. Tape it up and let's go. Yeah. Otherwise, your children not going to have none either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real. That's good. That's See good. what I'm saying? That's like, good. That's good. I don't think you... A lot of people live in fantasy worlds, so they don't realize... You know, I don't, maybe they playing too many video games or something. Yeah. Too many creative players or something. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they think that ah, it's all good. And all. No. I look at financial numbers all day and I look at what the other side got. It says wealth being tr- passed down generation to generation. And, bro, it ain't even. Yeah, not even the same. Close. It ain't on the same planet. Well, that's that's statistical that the <laughs> wealth gap is growing. Yeah, the wealth. Correct. Yeah, the wealth. The wealth we, I mean, we creating numbers that ain't never been hit before. You know what they I'm say saying? Elon and uh, Jeff Bezos racing for a trillion. It's gonna happen too. It's gonna happen too. They racing that's for what's called. See what I'm saying? It, like we create numbers that ain't never been seen before. You know what I mean? So if we keep on, if if. If they keep on creating assets and we keep on saving and spending, well, even if you take color completely out of it, one of these numbers going to go down and the other one going to go up. You feel what I'm saying? Correct. You know, and so, you know, like Jay was saying, you know, when you look at where we can go to where we are, it's like that boy Haim being in that debt. Say, man, let's get it. You feel me? Yeah, I love it. Um, Excuse me. 
the amount of time that he spent, right? Uh, every time we was on the court, shooting around, practice, game, I mean, every time out. He said, from that point forward. Bro, yeah. And this was years he spent with that injury. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, I'm going to just play through it, bro. Like, if he was already strong, if he had already, if he already had mental toughness before that, and then he get this injury, a lingering injury, and it will, and then you still find a way to produce greatness out of that. Yeah, it wasn't really nothing you can do with Kobe, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just wasn't. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I love it, man. I love it. Dope. Um. So look, I think that's the message. Of the 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 line of the day. Tape it up and let's go. If you if you started investing, um, and you took you know you took a little stain, you know what I'm so saying. Last night I took an L, but tonight I, I bounced back. back. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. If you took a little stain, you know, just know it's it's natural, it's normal, happens to the greats. You know what I'm saying? You just got to tape it up. If you haven't started yet, uh, maybe you haven't took an injury because you haven't started yet, but maybe that's what's keeping you. Maybe that, that's that your... Is, that is an injury. You know, I was about to say, maybe that's your injury <laughs> is the, uh, is the you say, Jay, the analysis paralysis. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's the injury that you need to tape it up. The injury, you know the, also the injury that you take, the, the injury that you're taking by not starting is the time injury. Right, right, right. time and... Money runs parallel, hand in hand. So yeah. the more time you taking, you losing money. You taking a big L, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 By yeah. not starting sooner. Dope. Say, man, appreciate y'all checking us out for another episode of the Literacy Kings. Make sure that you um, rate. Make sure you review. Uh, make sure you checking us out on Patreon. Patreon.com backslash Literacy Kings. Yeah, go to Patreon and get that work, man. Getting the tools that you can use. You know what I'm talking about. Um, and I hope you're enjoying this series. Y'all make sure you hit us up and let y'all know, let us know what y'all think of the mumble mentality of money. It's a little different from our first four seasons, but we're going to always, you know what I'm saying, mix it up. Um, innovation. Yeah, yeah. Innovate, <laughs> elevate. You know what I'm talking about? Um, but yeah, man, we appreciate you. Until the next time, we are the Literacy Kings. Love. Love. Reading is fundamental. fundamental.